You're listening to Signs and Symbols Radio on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. Thanks for tuning in. listening to a little bit of Karangbin. This is Dern Kala. And today, I've got quite the treat for you. We've got Shayna Cleveland of Lalu's coming on Signs and Symbols Radio. You can listen to the interview about 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so in an hour, give or take. And the track that we started with at the top of this hour was You Can Never Know by La Luz off of the album It's Alive. I'm going to be playing a lot of my favorite La Luz songs for you today on air. You're listening to Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City.
listening to In the Country, the instrumental version by La Luz off of their 2022 album, La Luz the Instrumentals. I highly recommend it if you'd like to focus and feel like you have a cinematic soundtrack in the background. We're going to listen to Shana Cleveland, La Luz, in about 50 minutes on Signs and Symbols Radio right here. I'm going to ask her a little bit about the process of this album. I'm excited to hear about it. I hope you are too. Next up, we're going to listen to Kala Kala by Teke Teke, another incredible band that I got to speak to last year at the Bandcamp headquarters in Oakland. Teke Teke is blowing up right now. They're on their rightful rise to fame, and they've got some incredible tracks. So if you haven't checked them out already, check them out right now.
listening to Teke Teke on Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett, and today we are going to be talking to Shana Cleveland of La Luz right here on Signs and Symbols Radio at about 5 p.m., so in 45 minutes. And thank you all for listening and joining me every Thursday or Friday if you're listening in Mexico City. If you want to reach out, if you want to text me, um, you can hit up the station line. It's 415-534-5925. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at virtual underscore Venus, like the planet or the goddess. Thanks for spending your afternoon with me.
That was No Growing by the Olivia Tremor Control. Before that, it was Going Down by the Mystery Lights. Right now, we're going to listen to For You Jude by Danny Dorco.
listening to For You Jude by Danny Dorco on Signs and Symbols Radio. Um, just so you know, my band Foes uh, is playing with Danny Dorco up in Portland as a part of our Pacific Northwest run we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. Very excited to share more details of that with you. If you'd like to follow along, you can watch from afar or come participate. Uh, and the Instagram for following that would be Foes Band, F-A-U-X-E-S Band. And we're so excited to play with Danny Dorco at the Coffin Club in Portland, Oregon. Next up is Light Upon the Lake by Whitney.
Suddenly, by Drug Dealer and Wise Blood. Thanks so much for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett, and we're going to listen to the latest release by Holy Wave.
listening to Chaparral by Holy Wave. I'm Scarlett, and you're tuned into Signs and Symbols Radio. We've got an interview with La Luz coming up in about 20 minutes, so stick around. We're going to talk to Shana Cleveland, and I can't wait. Next up, we're going to listen to Orange Peel by Kikagaku Moyo. What's your favorite La Luz song? Text the station line and let us know at 415-534-5925.
into the blinding light Look into the face of the sun Listening to Face of the Sun by Shana Cleveland of Alouz off of her solo album Night of the Worm Moon. Next up is one of everyone's greatest inspirations. It's the Beatles with I Want You.
Thanks for tuning into Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett, and that last track was I Want You, She's So Heavy, by the Beatles off of Abbey Road, of course. Next up, we're going to listen to a little bit more of La Luz, The Instrumentals, the 2022 instrumental album that has been bouncing in my head for weeks. This song is called Lazy Eyes and Dune, and it makes me feel like I'm floating underwater. Shana Cleveland of La Luz. So if you like all things La Luz, keep it tuned to Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett. You can find me on Psyched Radio San Francisco every Thursday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and every Friday on La Bestia Radio in Mexico City, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you everyone who tunes in, who reaches out. As always, I'm incredibly grateful to have you in my life listening and being a part of Signs and Symbols Radio.
In just a few minutes, we're going to have an interview with Shana Cleveland of Lalu's. Underneath me right now, it's Mean Dream, one of my favorite Lalu's tracks that, strangely enough, I found when I was living in St. Petersburg, Russia. And uh, my best friend was living with a family, and his host father showed him this song. And I realized, I said, that's Lalu's. And he said, who's that? And I said, trust me, you're going to want to listen to them. Scarlet, and you're tuned into Signs and Symbols Radio on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. Today we're joined by La Luz. Shana Cleveland, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, how did La Luz begin? We started uh, 10 years ago in Seattle, and I was in another band, and I 
just kept dreaming about this band that would be La Luz. I just, I really wanted to play with other women. I was playing with a bunch of uh, <laughs> really sweet pothead guys. And <laughs> I was just kind of like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I just want to, like, you spend so much time hanging out with your bandmates. You know, you go on tour, you're like living together, you're in close quarters all the time. And I just kind of wanted to be around women. So. I, and I also really liked the way female harmonies sounded, and um, and, and, and in a way, I also just kind of wanted a situation where there wasn't a guy that people could assume was in charge. You know, like in my last band, uh, people would just kind of assume that my bandmate Nick was like the brains behind the operation. You know, just because. <laughs> Just because he was a guy and I just thought, you know, I don't want a guy in the band because I don't want there to be anyone that people can kind of assume is really running the show. And I feel like I, you know, was putting so much into the project. So um, that was kind of part of it. And it just started also like wanting to take a lot of guitar solos. I'd always wanted to just like take guitar solos. And in my last band, I was playing rhythm guitar and I just kind of envied that bravado, you know, and um, I just thought I want a band where people are just soloing all the time and there's like heart, vocal harmonies all the time. And I wanted to play music that felt really accessible and fun, but was also heartfelt. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, that was the idea. And then I think like over the years, it's just kind of become this, you know, thing that is, has strayed you know it sort of still has the original you know intent but has become its own its own thing its own person it's it's kind of funny how people just assume that if you're a femme person in a band full of guys so i'm really glad you found a project that allowed you to break out of that experience uh, and to create what you've made what's so uh beautiful and interesting to me about La Luz. So I started listening to you back in 2013 uh, with the Damp Face EP. And there's four part harmonies everywhere. You have this gorgeous, like consistent guitars streaming throughout and uh, really relatable lyrics. And there's something about it though that's so uniquely rock and roll. Um, it, feels, it feels like true 50s, 60s rock and roll. You're a true rock band. Um, what did you grow up listening to? I grew up, you know, I think first I listened to um, just whatever was on BET, like just kind of 90s soul, you know, a kid of the 90s. So, um, and then I, as I became a teenager, I just got into like more like rock and roll like nirvana and stuff like that grunge music and stuff that was coming out of the northwest and um yeah i feel like yeah i went from like what to me at the time was like totally black music to like what seemed at the time to be like white music you know like grunge i feel like is, so, is such white music <laughs> yeah but i loved it you know and i feel like it does have it has the blues in it you know um and i think like as I've got older. I've what's really attracted me to like early rock and roll, especially, is that it does have those roots. You know, I think black people invented rock and roll. You know, essentially, and um, and especially that early rock and roll. It's like I can hear, um, I can hear that influence. You know, it feels just like so 
the emotions feel so immediate and so relatable and it doesn't feel like there's like uh somebody guarding entrance to this type of music like it's like very you can just you get it immediately when you hear it you know and i think that that's like something that i really wanted to do with lalu is just feel like you don't need to like be in a certain scene or like feel like you're like hip to what's going on right now it's just like the emotion and the um you know the sentiment it's like yeah like what you say i think you said the lyrics were really relatable like i feel like that's such a conscious choice for me like just like keep it keep it simple you know keep it interesting don't get too cliche but also like keep it simple cuz everyone can relate to those like what people are singing about in early soul music early rock and roll it's like that's what i love it's so relatable that's such an awesome inspiration for accessibility and you're absolutely right all of rock and roll is foundationally black music you know it's blues it's soul and there's so much uh that came from this music where people didn't have barriers to entry and people were able to write and hear things that they could relate to and that they could enjoy because music prior to that had been so uh exclusive and shut in the whole classical world is miserable like that of extensive yeah. experience with that and i think that classical music often uh like in the music world and musical education and musical training can often turn really musical people off to the experience um, yeah i for me i i mean when i I went to college and I studied poetry even though I knew that I wanted to play music because I didn't want too much theory in my head, you know, and I'm lucky enough to like play with bandmates who did go to school for music. So I can <laughs> get what I need from them, you know. <laughs> like yeah. they can tell me what I'm doing and and explain it to each other and um but like I I don't know, I was always afraid of that. I I was I didn't want to know too much. I felt like it might make me less creative. Totally. The happiest day of my life was when I realized you could scream into a mic and lay on the floor in a basement. <laughs> that was music. Yeah, I feel like that's ideal, you know, if you are in a space where you're just completely free, you know, and you're just like screaming and falling. <laughs> it's such a great place to start, you know, because you can kind of dial it back from there, you know, if you want to. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was my experience, but I think uh, I think a lot of people can relate to that in those sorts of spaces and that's the beauty of beginnings of basement shows and that whole world. Um, yeah. What was your first show like with La Luz? Oh gosh, I I don't. What was our first? I think our first show was at this punk bar called the Fun House in um, Seattle, which may or may not still exist. It doesn't exist in the original location, but um, yeah. And, and I we played uh, we played a lot of house shows, art galleries, and. Um, the DIY scene in the Pacific Northwest was was hugely inspirational for me. And so when Lulu started, I was like, all right, we gotta have like, I'm gonna like dub a bunch of tapes. I like screen printed all our shirts. I just like did everything, you know? And um, I just, we just kind of came out the gate running because I felt like I had learned through just hanging out with people in that scene that you could do everything yourself you know so that was so empowering and i feel like that really helped us at the beginning because i just felt like yeah, yeah i can book a tour you know yeah i can make our merch you know i can do everything that we need <laughs> you did it all that's the that's the essence of the diy scene but yeah. i think that that also creates some really incredible art and sometimes when you look back on artists first tour run or first you know shirt design whatever it may be, it's so 
authentic and true to them. And sometimes as bands grow, they can you can get further away from the process. So it's it's very cool. That's awesome that you began that way. And that was a part of uh, the origins of La Luz. It's still a part of it for sure. Um, yeah, just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I like just yesterday I was, I made a music video at my house and I like hand painted all the props, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just some, I maybe it's like being a, I don't think of myself as a control freak, but I feel like I have like, I, I have, I know what I want, you know, and I, and it's, it's just nice to be able to like, feel like, okay, I don't, I might not know what I'm doing, but I'm not afraid to try, you know. That's beautiful. Uh, with the music video that you're working on right now, uh, is it for La Luz? It's for my solo album. And your solo album is coming out in March. Could you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, it's called Manzanita, and it's um, it's yeah, it's quite different from La Luz. I feel like it's more introspective. It's a lot quieter, and it's 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 all mostly songs that I wrote while I was pregnant and right after my son was born. So there's just this real sort of sweetness, but also a real a real creepy eeriness, I think, because I think being pregnant was just a really a stranger and more uh, sort of like darker and more mysterious experience than I had anticipated, you know, so I, I was inspired by just the the strangeness of that time. And that's that's what the album's about. I can't wait to listen. That's <laughs> such a fascinating inspirational well to draw from and the first two singles are already out uh it came out uh uh last month actually and the second one was just released yesterday so i'm kind of in the middle of the the rollout fantastic we'll listen to them right after this interview cool now for the 2022 album uh the instrumental lulu's album that was my soundtrack for most of january what was the writing process like for that album? Well, that for that self-titled album, um, it it started during the pandemic, and uh, well, I guess the whole yeah, I mean the whole thing, the whole process happened, you know, during the early days of the pandemic, and so we it was a time where we weren't seeing anyone, you know, and we had to figure out how to write without being in the same room, um, which was it's just kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> ended up working out okay. Um, and then we finally got together and, and got to kind of flesh out the songs and recorded them in LA with Adrian Young. Um, and in after that record was done, we just realized that we were really excited about how the songs sounded without words, even though vocal harmonies are such a big thing for the band. Um, so it's, yeah, somebody had this idea to, to just take all the vocals out. And it was interesting how much that, how full the recording still sounded and, and how, what a different experience it was to listen to that. I loved it. Um, Thank you. It really reminded me of a lot of like 50s and 60s, The Shadows, so many different instrumental uh, foundations. And I, you know, your harmonies are such an amazing part of the music and it, this was equally wonderful in its own way. So I'm really glad that I got to hear it in this state. 
Yeah, it's um, the studio that we recorded. He he's like an analog freak, so he just had all of these weird. Um, I mean, to me, they were weird, uh, like synths and just like you know analog pedals and plugins. I'm not a gearhead. I don't know <laughs> what everything was called, but it was. I remember there was this one synth that had names. The names of the sounds were like Funny Cat. Or like, uh, and they just had the funniest names, and it was just really. Fun. It felt like being in some sort of time capsule. So <laughs> I don't know. I think all those sounds are sort of, um, you know, sort of unique. Like I, there's probably not another studio that has the same collection of sort of analog oddities. So it's nice to to hear them, you know, full, on full display. That's so cool. Remind me, what studio was that? It's called Linear Labs in Los Angeles. Linear Labs, very cool. So some of those analog things you really you really can't replicate the sounds that it creates. That's yeah. Cool. Now I know you've toured extensively. Um, what are some of your favorite places that you've played? I think, you know, before we moved to California. California was always our favorite place to play, you know, and I think it still is like, especially uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles in particular. Um, and then, yeah, outside of California, well, Chicago, Chicago is a big one for me because I used to live in Chicago. And when I lived there, I was just like such a such a loner just like wandering the streets you know confused about life <laughs> so it always feels like a bit of a triumph when we play chicago i'm just like i'm back you know <laughs> i made it baby <laughs> um but yeah i love to play in lisbon too lisbon's a place that i really miss because we haven't been overseas in a while and that's one of my favorite cities i've ever gotten to visit will you be going overseas anytime soon Gosh, I hope so. I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, probably in the next year, but I'm not sure. It's getting harder to tour over there. It's, um, since the pandemic, it's been, it's been a little bit harder. So there's a lot more country specific regulations that make it more challenging and things are constantly in flux as well. So you might be somewhere and then suddenly there's a new regulation on a different border. That's what I've heard from a lot of bands. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole Brexit thing made it, things a bit trickier too, going from the UK to, to mainland Europe. And But yeah, we'll we'll be out there. We, it might not be until like our next record comes out at this point, but... Sure. And do you have another record in the works right now? Yeah, yeah, it's all recorded, which is really exciting. Um, it's re oh, so good. I'm so excited about it. I, I feel like it's really different. Um, than the other albums, but it, you know, it sounds like us and it feels like a really great progression. Um, but yeah, if, hopefully that'll be out either this year or early next year. Amazing. I can't wait to hear it. Um, how do you feel that that new record differs from some of your earlier works? Uh, yeah, I, I, th I feel like you wouldn't listen to it and necessarily think surf music. I, I don't feel like it's been that way with us for a while. I think that, you know, like the first record is was kind of like, oh yeah, it sounds like surf rock. Um, I feel like we've got gone, gone gradually further and further away from that while still, you know, you know, personally still being really inspired by that type of guitar playing. 
um, I think that, yeah, we just kind of come more into our own with every album and this one, it, it's the most collaborative we did. Um, normally we, I kind of write the songs alone and then we get together and we flesh our ideas out. And this one, we really uh, just, there was a lot more collaboration from the beginning. So I think it's exciting for me to listen to because it doesn't feel like songs that I've kind of had kicking around in my head for a long time. It feels a little fresher. So yeah, just personally, that's kind of like what excites me about it. This is kind of a more challenging question, but you have very thoughtful responses. And so I'd be curious <laughs> to hear what you think. Um, what uh, inspires you? Do you feel like there's um, something like a mantra or something that keeps you going? Like, is there, is there advice that you hold dear? Is there something in the world that makes you want to create? I think, I feel like I'm always just seeking connection to other people. And I, for me, I'm, I like, I'm an only child. I've always been really shy. And, um, and then I just realized really early on that I didn't feel shy on stage. Um, and it, it was kind of the only place where I felt like uh, where I felt sort of natural, like um, I wasn't sort of like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing right now? What should I be saying or you're doing with my face? <laughs> I don't, like I, when I'm on stage, I just feel like this is this is what I'm supposed to do, you know? And um, and I think it's because it's a place where I'm able to where it's like I'm allowed to share love you know to to people i don't know and it i i just feel like yeah uh, live music you know if you want it to be it can just be such a beautiful experience of community and to me that's kind of i think that's what keeps me going is just that that feeling of uh i feel like lalu's shows are just really special in that the vibe is just so good in the room. It's so positive. It feels like people, people are always telling us like after the show, people from venues will come up and be like, that was the nicest crowd we've ever had, you know, <laughs> which sounds kind of in a way it's like kind of lame or whatever to be nice and rock and roll. But I feel like the fact that people were, were being nice, you know, it's just like, to me, I'm just like, we're really like doing something right because people felt like safe and loved, you know, like that's what makes you act kind. So I think I always get a little woo woo when I talk about this kind of stuff, but that's that's definitely where it's at for me. It's just like, you know, being able to share love in a in a big room full of strangers. It's not woo woo at all. I'm so glad uh, that I asked and thank you so much for such a thoughtful answer. Um, La Lu shows do feel really wonderful and kind. I've met incredible people in the crowd at your shows who I'm still friends with. Oh, it's, that's so cool. It's that kind of environment, you know, it, it really lends itself um, to that. And it's so interesting because music is a place where we can express so many different feelings and a lot of people express things that they aren't able to express in you know day to day life. And sometimes that comes out as anger, intensity, uh, there's so many different ways in which it can go, but to have one where it's love and kindness and and uh, taking care of each other, it's very special and uh, not so common now. 
not as common, at least not in my experience. So thank you for doing that for all of us. It's my pleasure. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, that you've met people, you met friends that shows that's that's just like almost made me tear up. I was just like, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, one of my best friends. His name is Noah. So awesome. <laughs> friends for a while now, years. Anyway, um, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, Shana, and thank you for talking. You are listening to Shana Cleveland Cleveland of La Luz. Um, And I want to ask, are there any upcoming shows that you would like to promote here on today's program? Oh, man. You know, I have so many shows in the works, but none that are announced yet. We are playing, actually, there's one that's announced. We're playing um, in outside of Austin, Texas with Spoon in... uh, in June, I think. So it's pretty far off, but there's going to be a lot of tours um, announced soon. I tour a Lalu's tour and also two uh, uh, two tours for my solo album. So lots to come. Beautiful. We'll be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much. And are there any final thoughts or messages you'd like to share with those listening today? Oh man, no, I'm sorry. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That's okay. Thank you so much. And I'm Scarlett, and this is Signs and Symbols Radio on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. We're going to listen to some of Shana's solo project right now, as well as some early La Luz tracks and some beautiful, beautiful psychedelic surf rock from the 50s.
Faces in the Firelight off of Shana Cleveland's upcoming new album, A Ghost. Next up is the title track. Thanks for tuning in to Signs and Symbols Radio, and thank you, Shana, for coming on and talking to us. Cleveland's new album, A Ghost, 
will be out in March, so keep your eyes peeled for some fantastic, beautiful, and haunting tunes. Thanks again for coming on the program and talking to us, Shana. We really appreciate it. You're listening to Signs and Symbols Radio on Psyched Radio San Francisco and La Bestia Radio Mexico City. I'm Scarlett, and underneath me right now we have And I Love Her, the Beatles hit as played by Santo and Johnny.
that was Apache by The Shadows. Next up, we're going to listen to a little Alalas. Thanks for tuning into Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlett. Listening to Catamaran by Alalaz on Signs and Symbols Radio. Next up, we're going to listen to a lot of. a lot of? A little? <laughs> you know, I need at least one flub per show, otherwise, it's not live. We're going to listen to a little Takeshi Terauchi with the bunnies.
you're listening to Japanese with a Russian accent. I'm Scarlett, and you're on Signs and Symbols Radio. Thank you, everyone who's been DMing, texting, and telling me your favorite La Luz tracks. We're going to listen to one more La Luz track today. It's one of the most requested ones on my Instagram right now. Stay tuned. It's coming up next. Thank you for reaching out, hitting me up on there. If you want to take part, you can find me at virtual underscore Venus, like the planet or the goddess on Instagram. to Big Big Blood by La Luz off of the album It's Alive. That was your most requested La Luz song, so thank you for tuning in, following along, and sending me your favorite La Luz tracks. And thank you again to Shana Cleveland. It was a wonderful interview, and I feel so lucky uh, to have the opportunity 
to talk with you. Right now we're going to listen to Kill My Baby Tonight by LA Witch. Got the opportunity to talk to them a few weeks ago and they will be up here in San Francisco at Kilowatt Bar very soon. Uh, February 25th, I believe. So, come on, Chris and Kilowatt with me and the rest of the city. We will all be there.
That was Good Guys by Ellie Witch, also off of their 2017 self-titled album. Wow, well this has been another great episode of Signs and Symbols Radio. As always, I feel so lucky to spend my time with you. A hot new track dropped this week. On Valentine's Day specifically, because goddamn does she know her audience. And I would be an absolute fool not to play this for you. So... Most of you probably already know what's about to happen, but this is A&W by Lana Del Rey. Like a side piece of 33 Gosh. 
So I want to do a little, a little announcement now because we've got the high curbs on in the background with their track Always On My Mind, which was a teenage anthem for me. So Foes is touring and I want to let you know about our spring 2023 Pacific Northwest run starting next Tuesday in Berkeley, California at Cornerstone with the high curbs, King Shelter and Buzz Lightbeer. It's going to be Buzz Lightbeer's first new show of 2023, and they're going to have new tracks, so you're going to want to come. The next night, uh, 2.22 in Santa Cruz, we're going to be playing the Catalyst Atrium with the High Curbs, King Shelter, and Ladders. So those two shows are happening, uh, and you should be there. And the Berkeley show is early. I think doors are at like six, so you have no excuse to miss it. <laughs> and we have other shows coming up. I will let you know all about them next Thursday on air. But those are the two that I want to shamelessly plug and let you know about. So thanks again for tuning into Signs and Symbols Radio. I never wanna let you go Thank you again, everyone, for listening and for tuning in to another episode of Signs and Symbols Radio. Thank you for spending your afternoon with me and listening. Thank you for all of your messages, all of your requests. Um, I'm sorry if I didn't respond to you today. I'll try my best to get back to everyone this weekend. And there's a lot of great music going on all over the Bay this weekend. Levitation Room is also playing Cornerstone this weekend with Pure Hex and Bolero. There's good stuff happening all around, especially next week at Noise Pop Festival. I've got more on that later, and I will tell you more about that next Thursday. Once again, I know I keep saying it, but because I am so thankful, I will continue saying it. Big thank you to Shayna Cleveland for coming on and talking to us about La Luz, as well as her solo project. Um, La Luz has been one of my favorite bands for a very long time. So that was a super wonderful experience. And uh, shout out to Noah, who I met at a Lalu's concert so many years ago. One of my darling friends, nearest and dearest. Well, cheers. It's been another wonderful day of Signs and Symbols Radio. I'm Scarlet, but you already knew that. Find me on Instagram at virtual underscore Venus. Next Thursday, back here at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And next Friday on La Bestia Radio.